the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. CitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump has been doing some tough talking about North Korea, but Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, the nation's top diplomat, says that's exactly the right thing to do right. The president's made it clear he, he prefers a diplomatic solution. I think he responded to that in effect just a moment ago. And so I think what the president's doing is trying to support our efforts by ensuring North Korea understands what the stakes are. North Korea this week announced a detailed plan to launch a salvo of ballistic missiles right toward the U.S. Pacific territory of Guam, a major military hub and home to some U.S. bombers as well. A wildfire has cut off the return route for dozens of hikers staying in a Glacier National Park backcountry chalet, one of a number of wildfires burning across the west. A park spokeswoman says the 40 or 50 people at the Sperry Chalet can either remain in place or hike out along another trail. This is SRN News. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. This is Michael Medved, and I've received thousands of testimonials that come in telling me how excited people are to be out of pain, like... Bob from Ohio, who writes, I had a herniated disc in my back in 1984. I started taking Relief Factor, and for the first time, I have been completely out of constant, sometimes excruciating pain. I'm now able to work in the yard, around the house, and do my job in comfort. This is a great product. That's the end of the quote. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, aches, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. One 800 That's 1-800-500-8384. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. You're tuned to Business 1440 and the King Banyan Show. Later, Dr. Banyan will cover a range of topics, including phrenology, tide tables, the dulcimer, and his 8-track tape collection. We're only halfway through, and it's only going to get better. One, one, two, three. I'm a Yeah, this is in one of my uh, playlists. I'm a uh, welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. How much are we paying Lee for those drop-ins? I think he does those just out of the goodness of his heart. <laughs> I, I, my thanks to Lee Michaels. Uh, he's terrific. He's just terrific. Thank you. That's that cracks me up every time I hear, every time I hear one of these because they're always new. I mean, are you guys? Did he just sit down and do twenty of these, and you're just yeah giving them to me one time at a time? Oh, yeah, I did like fifty. Awesome. I wrote up like fifteen of them, and and <laughs> Lee was a good. He sport. just banged them out. Yeah. That's just wonderful. <laughs> That's gosh. Uh, well, Lee, I hope you're enjoying a beautiful Saturday too. 
Uh, what King Banyan Show Business 1440. I, I just love that. Um, um, I love this. Um, uh, this is, um, I'm not sure how much of this I'll read, but, um, if you've never discovered, have you discovered McSweeney's ever, uh, John? No, that doesn't even ring a bell. No. Okay. Um, uh, Brother Berg, uh, Mitch Berg, of course, does our, our, our sister Narn show uh, on, uh, over on AM 1280, The Patriot, 1 to 3 today. I don't know if he's live or not. I haven't checked yet. Oh, he's live. I hope he is. <laughs> oh, he's live. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> this McSweeney's this, is, is, is a satire site. And it's one of those I have to really check really, really hard to be sure that I can uh, read it because it tends to be, tends to be. So I'm just going to warn you: if you go there, the humor could possibly be offensive and is usually not safe for work. Um, but um, it's pretty darn funny. Um, but the one that caught my eye was a teacher's list of monthly statistics as we get ready for the start of the school year. I thought a couple of these were, were quite delightful. Um, uh, number number two, okay, here's one. Students who have had a higher level than me on Pokemon Go, six. Because they played fair, one. Because they hacked the system, five. Of, of the hackers, 80% eighth grade boys, 20% fourth grade girls. That 40% fourth grade girls, that might have been my kid at one time. Um, new requested translations. Three, to have, quote, no chill. Two, Bush did 9-11. Lit. <laughs> um, and then 24 of, who can tell the student what I just said? <laughs> Which is... Which is a technique that they teach you to use in in, in, in school. These are just these are just wonderful. Um, one in four girls will wear a headband on picture day. One in three boys will wear a tie. One in six boys will wear a bow tie. John, bow tie ever? No, no, no. <laughs> Not gonna catch me with a bow tie. Uh, good, good. That's that's my man. Uh, that's my man. No way. I leave There's that for no uh, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one in 20 kids just forget it's picture day. I, I don't know. I just, I'll shoot that out as a tweet during the next, during the next break. Most of that, most of that I actually probably can't read on the air. Um, so I won't, but my goodness, that's funny. Um, I, while I was visiting with some people, so I was out east. I was out east for a, a family event, and I I ended up spending a fair amount of um, uh, I spent a fair amount of time visiting with old friends because I was in my home my old hometown. And someone said to me, "Aren't you a sports economist?" And I said, "Wow, I haven't really done that seriously in about twenty five years." I'll tell you I'll tell you the date I started to walk away from it was was the day I saw in the middle of um, in the middle of watching uh, baseball breaking news from um, breaking news from Berlin where the wall was being torn down and I thought man that looks really interesting and ended up ended up changing a career if it, if if the Soviet Union was still the Soviet Union I probably would be on a sports show instead of talking to you here that probably would be true. Anyway, um, I was interested in this piece because I was and I was a sports sports economist. I've never given it up entirely. It's just not the majority of what I do, but I still read in the field from time to time. And I have an article. I and I, I will I will confess that I, I have listeners who who will say talking about about it's an economic um, but the but sports is the context. An interview that was done in one of um, one of the new online magazines, Athletic, of Kevin Durant, who is who's now, who is now, you know, is overexposed as Taylor Swift, um, and 
and um, asked about the, this piece. Now, for the non-sports initiated, Kevin Durant is a professional basketball player. Had played for years in a in a smaller city, Oklahoma City, which was a very good team, but never won the championship. As a free agent, he decides to jump to the Golden State Warriors, which even if you're not a big sports fan, chances are you know that they're a super good team. They're currently the champions of professional basketball in the NBA. They were the champions uh, back two seasons prior, and were within a game of winning the championship. They were within a game, really, and uh, and and and, on, and I won't go into the details of how they lost, but they lost in the middle year. Otherwise, it had been two. It had been three years in a row. And Kevin Durant went to that team after two years, which already had great players. One of whom you you probably have heard of, uh, Steph Curry. But they actually have other great players for them. Uh, 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 Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, um, that that constitute what's considered a super team, a team with all the great stars. And Mr. Durant was criticized heavily for the fact that he left a team in a small market that was good and trying to become really great, and he abandoned them to go join what was perceived to be a super team. And and thought he thought that was bad. His his reaction his reaction is is let me see if I can find the quote exactly. Um, it's a great he says I'm going to just read this. It's a great league, and you want to see the best players on the biggest stage. Why not see the best players, all of them, on a few teams? Why not see that? That's what this league is about. It's star-driven, and it's good to see that the stars dictate how the league is supposed to go. Then the next group of stars will do the same, and the same after that. I think that's what we're starting. I would argue, okay, two points to this that I think are that I think are kind of interesting. First of all, first of all, it's interesting that we're going to say that the players are doing this. The history of sports was that years and years ago. Players' contracts were owned by the by their owners, by the team owners, and they could not choose which team they went to play to. This this concept of free agency, where a player gets to decide where he or she wants to showcase his or her talents in the upcoming season of competition, is a relatively new concept. It only goes back about forty between 40 and 45 years in baseball, and less than that in all the other sports. And in many sports, there are still restrictions. Okay, if, you're, if you happen to be European and listening to me, um, you know that when you want to change teams for playing soccer, or forgive me, you want to call it football. This is America. We call it soccer. Get over yourself. Okay. When you want to change teams, you have to have your contract bought by the team that you currently play for. So you can't just go wherever you want. You have to go through transfer. It's an entirely different. We don't have anything that looks like that here in in the U.S. in any of our leagues. They look the uh, football, European football or soccer looks very different. Than, than we do. But we looked more like them 40 years ago than we do today. The other part to this is, the other part to this is, the owners for a while, when they had all the rights, they could have gone ahead and collected all the great players, just as it is apparent to me that, that uh, the owner of the Golden State Warriors is willing to spend tons and tons of money to have a super team, and just a super team. Here's an advice to Joe Lacob, who's that owner. Study the history of the 1950 New York Yankees. The Yankees in the 50s had the best players. Whenever they had a hole in their roster, they would go to one of the poorer teams and basically just buy the player they needed. Used to be said that the old Kansas City Athletics, who had moved, who had moved uh, from Philadelphia, 
to Kansas City because Philadelphia no longer could support two teams. But neither could Kansas City at the time. It wasn't ready to to host a uh, major league team. Its owner was poor as dirt, and so he would routinely grow up a ball player uh, and once he got, once that ball player got good, he would sell them to the New York Yankees. The Yankees had a great team. I could, ta- I could talk a lot about that piece, but I'll just stop there. The Yankees, okay, the Yankees had all the best talent. You know what happened to their profits? They declined. Why? Not because, not because the, uh, not because. They had spent all that money buying buying players. The amount of money they were, they were transferring to buy players was peanuts, really. They were losing money. The Yankees were losing money because fans would not show up to watch the games anymore because they knew the outcome. The Yankees were routinely winning 100 of 160 games, 158 games during that time. They were routinely winning 100 of 158 games and plowing through the playoffs and the world plowing through the world series it was a foregone conclusion and so people are like i don't want to watch a game where i already know what the outcome is nobody goes to watch the harlem globetrotters for the basketball on the floor because when they played the washington generals you know the outcome they play, they go to watch the harlem globetrotters for the entertainment of what they do while they're on the floor when you go and watch ordinary ball players who are not engaged in, in massive amounts of off-court or off-field entertainment, so that they're not the Harlem Globetrotters, what entertains you? The possibility of a change in the outcome of the game that's unexpected. Okay, what makes, what makes money for sports is the uncertainty of the outcome. For the next 25 years, blowouts in the Super Bowl will include highlights of this year's Super Bowl in which a team was down 28-9 to and came back to win. Because it keeps that, that, hey, there's a chance you could see something great. That's what keeps it there. If the Golden State Warriors become the team that, that beats everybody and, just, and there's nev- they never lose... No one's going to watch the NBA. There needs to be enough good players so that there's enough uncertainty that people will will watch the games. Now, there's a caveat to that that was made in a great comment by by uh, uh, listener Frank on uh, Twitter, and I am going to come back to that point right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Business 1440. For centuries, it's been called the land of promise. Today, it's the land of blessing. In 2017, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel next fall and celebrate Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. A once-in-a-lifetime trip awaits as you travel with Business 1440 and Genesis Tours. Tour Israel like never before during nine exciting days. You'll visit Galilee, the Jordan Valley, the Garden Tomb, and many historic sites. Embolden your faith and trace back to the very steps of Jesus and experience firsthand the beauty of the Mediterranean landscapes, culinary delights, and return home with a renewed vision for your life. A dedicated team of passionate and knowledgeable professionals will lead this tour. Four- and five-star travel accommodations will give you comfort and safety for the duration of the trip. For full cost and trip details, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, keyword Israel. 
Where you sold an annuity, you deserve a clear, honest, objective review of exactly what it is, and more importantly, what it isn't. Go to annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can request an unbiased review of any annuity absolutely free. It's a $500 value, but for a limited time, this community service is complimentary. Request yours today at annuitydiscovery.com. It's imperative you know the truth. Since you won't get the real story from the sales agent or the insurance company, let Annuity Discovery be your advocate. Visit annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts too, even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Whether you struggle with love handles, belly fat, thighs, or a double chin, now there's a proven solution. Go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Cool Sculpting is the only FDA-cleared procedure that will eliminate stubborn fat safely and effectively without surgery or downtime. Get 25% off and free consultations with Rejuve. Visit INeedCoolSculpting.com to learn more. That's INeedCoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Welcome back to the Show. Business 1440. Uh, this is. Let me give you this interesting thought. I, I this is exactly where I wanted, where I thought there is a big difference now versus then. Think about this. And again, this is an economics point. I'm not. I'm not interested in talking about how great Kevin Durant is. And yes, the 90 Bulls are still, 90s, the 1990s Bulls teams are better than the Golden State Warriors. Um, and even if they, even if, um, even if the Warriors had managed to win that middle, the championship that middle year when they lost to Cleveland, I still think, I still think the uh, those teams were better because there just is the, the level of competition just isn't as great now. I think that it's a little more diluted than it was before. But it's worth thinking about uh, thinking about this. And what gets me to think about this was a comment that that Frank made on Twitter in response to this article that that I've tweeted to you at Pound KBRS, where Kevin Durant says we're going to go to a few super teams, and it's like, yeah, well, then what's that do for the other ones? And and uh, Frank's uh, comeback to this, which I thought, which I think is really sharp, is you know, baseball back in the fifties with the Yankees was in the ticket selling business; it wasn't in the media business. And that is that is really true. But it's worth thinking about what that what that means. This week, for example, the NBA, the professional basketball, changed its scheduling practices to be sure that it could actually, so that it could be closer to ensuring that the star players would be available to play games when the games are on national television. Now, I am, because I love, I love professional basketball. And I admit that on, on, on Christmas Day, somewhere around the middle, the halftime of the first game, uh, I go down the basement, and the NBA does five Christmas games in a row. 
back to back to back to back to back. And he got me. I'm going to watch dang near all of them. I like watching live basketball. But it's not fun when they schedule two great teams to show up and because those teams need to be fresh to play in the playoffs, that they rest their starters. So the NBA is managing its scheduling based on media, not on ticket sales. Not on being sure the players can have enough travel time. They've, they've, they, and this was just done in the last 72 hours, so this is, this is a newsy piece. But I think this is true, but the question being, who, who's going to, do we really think that media will be more attracted to having a few superstar teams than having teams, a lot of teams where there's the possibility that they could, that they could uh, play each other. If this is true, then here's a prediction. I mentioned the, I mentioned the European, European football or soccer, as the world outside of Europe calls it, um, or at least the, the, the right parts of the world do. The, I mentioned this before. In, in, the, in those sports, they have something called promotion and relegation. Their leagues are constructed differently. And this is my proposal to the NBA. Create something equivalent to the English Premier League for basketball. The best 16 teams will play in the Premier League and they'll play against each other. If you manage to be one of those 16 teams, you can now be sure that the Golden States, the Clevelands, the San Antonios, and and I'm a Celtics fan, and I'll, I'm going to go ahead and assert that people want to see Boston now. That's now a preferred game to watch. You know, I really believe in a year or two, Minnesota will be a team to watch. I think that's an up-and-coming team. Those 16 teams will play, right? And the rest of them can be put into sort of a, a first division that's below the premier, just as is done in England. Then each year, the four top teams in the first division, the teams below the top 16, get promoted, and the four bottom teams in the upper area get demoted. If it's really about media and not, around, not about tickets anymore, this is just awesome. Because now you've ensured that your best teams are never going to play a team that's worse than 16th best in, in, in the sport. And if you and it also in, attracts interest in that in that other group because you'll be cheering for your team to make it into the Premier League. And the last and, and actually kind of fun part of it is at the end of the season, those teams that, that are at the back at the back end of a league are no longer tanking games. They're no longer tanking games to try to get a better draft pick. Instead, they're trying to win games to keep from being relegated. I, it, yes, John, it happens in the NHL too. I think the NHL should do this. I, I, I will say this. Whichever sport does this first in the United States is going to get a whole lot of fans because they're going to think that's just really interesting. I think this is this is now the NBA doesn't need my help finding people to watch them. They're they're doing terrifically, but the NHL <laughs> they could use a hand, huh? Yeah, uh, John, John, am I lying? No, I mean, no, they could. The, the NHL, the NHL needs some help. Yeah. Okay, John, what's wrong with this idea? Tell me what's wrong with this idea. I like the idea. I was the whole time you were explaining. I'm applying it to the NHL. Going, well, I I'd go for it. Why not? Right, because there are teams in the NHL, it's like, it's like, you know, who, you know, if you're in one of the top teams, if you're one, if you're one of the top teams in the NHL, who, so Pittsburgh. Yep. Or, or the Caps. Yep. 
Um, Chicago. Chicago. Do others. you want to have to play Phoenix four times a year? <laughs> no, no, you do. No, not. you don't. No, you, no, don't. you don't want to play them. So make them go play in the in in the demoted league, so that you get double the number of games against good teams. Right. See, they just straightened out the schedule in the NHL to where you actually see all the teams. They just changed the uh, how they well they just reconstituted the conferences and everything too, like two three years ago. Yeah. I, I just think that I just think make them all play in one conference. They play an even number of games against that entire group of sixteen. And and every year the top, okay, uh, you know, if you said no, I'll just do the top and bottom two, not the top and bottom four. Fine, I, I, that's that's not that's not an argument I need to have with you. Um, but um, uh, I just think that's it's so much easier, so much easier to do this, and. It takes advantage of the fact that if you are now a media business and not a ticket-selling business, you've made your media better because you are now going to be able to provide more games between top clubs because you're not going to waste I'm, – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If anyone's here who is a fan of the Coyotes, I apologize. Okay? You're not going to waste, you know, uh, Washington or Pittsburgh games in Phoenix anymore. Right, I, I mean, it just—it just makes sense to me that you would—that's what you would—that's what you would do. And you say, "Well, it's not fair to them because you're not letting them play." We are. Go, you just have to win against people who are like you. You just have to win that, and then figure out a way to stay in the Premier League by making yourself better. Look, economics is about incentives. This system provides better incentives, in my mind. For the teams that are so-so to get better, and it prevents the teams, the teams in, in particularly those teams in the Premier, from thinking about tanking because tanking now means you no longer get LeBron James and and Steph Curry c- coming to your coming to your building anymore. Oh, I think I think that idea is I, I think that's I, the idea is better and and. Frank, thank you for putting that thought in my head. This is where I went, which is where I went when you had the, uh, when you had uh, your comment about baseball being a media business, not a ticket selling business. They're all media businesses now. The back after this, we'll we'll leave sports and move on to some other things here. King Banyan Show, business fourteen forty. catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss, but wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. 
To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. If you struggle to get rid of stubborn fat, regardless of how much you diet or exercise, listen up. Whether it's love handles, belly fat, thighs, or a double chin, now there's a proven solution. Go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Cool sculpting is a procedure for men and women that will eliminate stubborn fat safely, effectively, without surgery or downtime. It's the only FDA-cleared procedure to use controlled cooling to safely and effectively target and eliminate diet and exercise-resistant fat. Now, for a limited time, you can save 25% by going to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Rejuve's prices are the best in the business. The office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. INeedCoolSculpting.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. To receive 25% off, go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. When I first met you, baby, we were happy. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Kind of a potpourri week because uh, we've just got, it's, it's a slow week for economic news. News is dominated by what's going on in North Korea. I don't think there's anything really happening there uh, right now. Hey, this is uh, good news and, and certainly something that I, I work on quite a bit. There was a piece, this would have happened, I think, while I was while I was away a uh, uh, week before. Um, this, is, this is on uh, quartz.com, uh, qz.com. Uh, after years of uh, ear-popping climbs, the rate of U.S. college tuition increases is finally slowing. Undergraduate and graduate tuition, which soared an average of 6% a year between 1990 and 2016, rose just 1.9% this year after scholarships and discounts are factored in, according to the Wall Street Journal, citing figures from the U.S. Department of Labor. That number is now comparable to the rate of inflation. The reason is simple supply and demand. There are fewer young people interested in college, and the number of available spots has stayed about the same. Yeah, college is closed. There, you see, store, you see, but it's so unusual that every individual college closing is now like a, a one or two day news story, and none of them seem to be very large and or, or have significant um, significant uh, um, uh, endowments, uh, uh, you know, philanthropic support. I'm trying to think, what is the one that was? That was close for well, it was a woman's school out out east, and I think it, I think it, and and then and then all of a sudden people came, you know, philanthropy came forward and put a little money into them and kept them afloat uh, for a while. Why is this happening? Well, some of that's demographic. After a steady rise in the number of high school graduates from 1995 to 2009, which helped fuel a 661 percent rise in private college tuition, the number of 18 and 19-year-olds has declined 7% from 9.1 million to 8.5 million between 2009 and 2016. This is something we're seeing here in Minnesota as well. You see this drop in it. are getting smaller, and they'll stay smaller for another for another year or two, but then they they rally again, okay? Uh, by the the biggest high school class ever is likely to come in 2025. So a lot of these schools that are, are sort of like hanging on through a down period because the high schools are just not generating as many seniors for us to bring in as they did before, um, those will come back starting somewhere after 2020. And by by middle of the next decade, you'll have numbers that are probably around uh, uh, to the levels they were in 2007, which was I can tell you it was it was 
My biggest issue, I was a department chair back then, my, so I ran only one department, and my biggest issue back then, um, my biggest issue back then was making sure I had enough chairs and classrooms to fit all the students that wanted to take a class. You know, the other part of this is, is really just economics. If you look, there was a piece uh, in the Wall Street Journal uh, last month as well. Uh, I think it was on the Real-Time Economics blog. Um, maybe not. But if you looked, right? Right. Sorry, there's one of these pages that where, where all of a sudden some audio popped up and interfered with my ability to think. If you look at the weekly earnings for people who are in the 10%, uh, 10% of wage earners, so that 10% means basically um, uh, the bottom 10% of wages. Those are service sector jobs. Those are, those are servers and, and uh, retail clerks, uh, people working the cash register at your local grocery store. Um, their wages in the second quarter... Their wages in the second quarter rose by 3.2%, which was higher than the rate of increase uh, for the 90th percentile earner um, and higher than, uh, higher than for the median altogether. So lower-paying jobs are rising at a faster wage rate than, high, than the ones at the higher end. So it becomes a little harder to persuade kids to go to college when they see... I can get a job, and wage growth is doing is doing okay. Um, so, I thought as I looked at as I looked at that that those data, I've been telling people for a while. You know, particularly for um, for schools that are not the Ivy League, it's going to get it's going to get tougher to uh, recruit students to come to campus. To come to campuses around the country, we're certainly here at St. Cloud State, no different than than any other such place. Um, but that that's been true. So what happens is, in, in this environment, you're going to see all of a sudden those wage increases start, your, your, those uh, tuition increases, to start to fall. And the thing to watch, of course, is net tuition, right? Not the gross tuition. I sent I sent my kid to a school. My my daughter went to a school where the where what we actually paid in terms of the check that dad had to write was less than 20% of the uh, sticker price because of a series of scholarships and and scholarships and grants and and, uh, and and some subsidized loans from government we didn't let her take we said you don't need to take an unsubsidized loan we'll cover that but if they're willing to subsidize it to that rate my money can stay in the bank and pay that off faster than letting you borrow that money, you know, uh, than uh, paying for it right now. So we had gone ahead and um, so we've gone ahead and looked at those those data and basically tuition numbers are are coming in. I, I I'm going to work on getting a few people in during the fall. If you've got a, a rising senior um, coming to coming up. I want to be able to, to have some chats, and I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to recruit you to come to a school like this, but you're getting lots of news lately about different pathways in which um, your your high school senior can now travel toward a career, and uh, we'll be bringing we'll be bringing a couple guests on um, over the over the next uh, few um, over the next few shows to try to talk about that um, with you. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions or comments. Another, pe- another clip I found. This, this one was, was very interesting. Um, and, and again, it's sort of an economics piece, and it's slightly sports-related. City of Los Angeles, right? We know they've now been awarded, and I use my, use my air quotes, awarded the 2028 uh, Summer Olympics. Um, the problem is, part of their issue is, is what's going on with their city finances. The city council just a day or two ago, uh, approved the, uh, city, the, the Olympic bids, which basically means they're now on the hook to make sure that if there's any, any issues with their, 
with their infrastructure in supporting the game, games that they're covered. Now, that's okay. I mean, remember, they had the games in 1984. Many of the structures that were used during the 84 games, which actually got run by Peter Uberoff, former commissioner of baseball, at a profit, many of those places still exist. They'll need to be spruced up and so on, but it might be a lower cost event. But the city's got some pretty serious issues. They have a pavement preservation program, basically to take care of the cracks and potholes in their 28,000 lane miles that the city of Los Angeles uh, is to care to. The general fund of the city of Los Angeles rose $435 million in the last year. Look, the city of Los Angeles, their economy is doing pretty well. And so their revenues are going up. But they decide to cut the amount of money they stick into the pavement preservation program by over 50%. Why? Well, they the reason, the answer to that is their cost of their personnel has risen by 213 million people. For this year alone, okay, for this year alone, the $213 million increase in personnel expenditures exceeded the growth in general fund revenues by $10 million. So they are, as, um, they are in some sense, eating the seed corn. Now, I went to the 19, uh, 1984 Summer Olympics because I lived in L.A. at the time. I actually lived out in Claremont, so I was far enough away that I didn't have the issue with the traffic. <clears throat> we went in a few times to see a couple events. It's fantastic. But if the roads stink, if, the, if that's going to be a major problem, they're going ha- to have some real issues. And I, I was out a few weekends ago in the, the San Fernando Valley, and I can just tell you, their roads are not in great shape. Uh, if you're thinking about going to the Summer Olympics in 2028, might be a little early to start planning, I'm sure. But one thing to keep an eye on is, will their infrastructure be in place to actually do it? This is a city that spends tons of money on their, on their people, co- on the cost of their city workers, and doesn't seem to have enough money to pr- actually provide the services that they need to provide. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business Our Golden Valley, a service of Salem Communications. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Text OTA to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. 
it gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Even the best students will struggle at some point in school. For many children, it is the subject of math that is most often the issue. There's a solution to the problem. It's Mathnasium, a math-only learning center designed to get your kids back on track. Does it work? Listen to what Megan, a Mathnasium student, has to say. When I first came in, I was not sure I wanted to be here. I knew I wanted to raise my grade, and I knew that would take work, but I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it. I learned that I was making math too hard for myself, and that it's much simpler, and that's what the teachers here help you learn. With Mathnasium, your child no longer needs to struggle. Instead, they have the opportunity to turn a weak subject into their strongest. Now my math grades are really good, actually, and I'm actually getting an A right now. Give them a call to find out how they can improve your child's math skills and school performance. Visit us online at mathnasium.com or call us at 877-601-MATH. Help your child to succeed with help from Mathnasium, where they make math make sense to kids. Tower of Power to take us out of the second hour here coming up on the King Daniel Show. Good to be with you. Now, you watch what's going on with Brexit and the issues that they're having, and I, I get myself to wondering. You read these stories about what's happening in... in uh, California, the the train to nowhere that's costing billions and billions of dollars without seeming to have any good any good plan for making it solvent. Um, cost the, the costs and imbalance in their pension plans, and the fact that the city of Los Angeles can buy an Olympics can buy a summer Olympics, but can't stick money in a fund to pave its roads. You kind of wonder. What about Cal Exit? I mean, they want to because they're not very happy with with the state of politics in Washington. It looks a little too red to them, and they're a very blue state and wish to be more blue. Okay. You could do that. But my question my my question to them would would then be what happens when you start having to deal with with trade uh, tariffs, as as they happen here. I mean, think about the Brexit story. What's what's keeping Brexit from being a slam dunk? It's the movement of people. It's the movement of goods. It's the movement of services across national boundaries. Look, that's why the European Union was first formed to allow for the movement of goods, services, people capital across boundaries. That's basically what free trade is. Ask yourself for a second, right? What would happen to our trade deficit if California all of a sudden became a foreign country? And then the the next question is, should we do something about it? Should we start complaining about California stealing our jobs? No. I'm not going to. Here's my opinion. If California wishes to be its own country, it certainly can. As long as we can still have the same flow of goods, services, people, capital, and culture even, as we have now. I don't dislike California's culture. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just there. It has a major influence on what happens in places as far away as 
Minnesota or Mumbai. Why? Because it wins in a competition with the other ones. Okay with that. I don't worry about... Any more than I imports from China. And if you think it's okay to import from California, but it's not okay to import from China, I'd like to know why you think that. Okay? Well, because the leadership, those are in China, those people are communists, and you're giving money to the People's Liberation Army. Well, I'm not too tickled with, with giving money to. Uh, giving money to Jerry Brown either, or to the California uh, legislature, which might be actually a little, a little nuttier than, than, uh, than Jerry, if you must know the truth. But it doesn't bother me too much. And these, and, and these things come and go and are changed by, by forces that we can't explain. Get this. Speaking of China. In the months of February and April of this year, the U.S. exported more crude oil to China than it did to Canada. Think about that. That's the wonders of that fracking revolution. That's the wonder of that fracking revolution is now we're able to export export to these other places in a way that, that is just amazing. And it's just wrecking OPEC. And that remember when we were all worried about about all the all the import of oils from 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 uh, OPEC. You know what solved it? Technology and markets, not government. Okay. If California wants to go its own way, good luck with that. We'll be, we're going to go our own way now. We'll be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. We'll talk to you then. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. This is Michael Medved, and I've received thousands of testimonials that come in telling me how excited people are to be out of pain, like Bob from Ohio, who writes, I had a herniated disc in my back in 1984. I started taking Relief Factor, and for the first time, I have been completely out of constant, sometimes excruciating pain. I'm now able to work in the yard, around the house, and do my job in comfort. This is a great product. That's the end of the quote. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain or general muscle pain, aches, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety five. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. That's one eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 
Are your investments doing the best they can? Do you know the biggest risks in your portfolio? If you don't know the answers, you need Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity Portfolio Management Approach. You might have all your investments in mutual funds and ETFs, but that's not smart. They lack the flexibility and transparency you need to capture market opportunities and tax advantages. Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity starts with a customized, separately managed account. SMAs are smart, allowing you to manage your portfolio with precision. Mutual funds and ETFs are blended and restricted. You don't know what you own and can't make the most of your investments. With SMAs, you can invest more in great companies, generate cash, and gain tax advantages easily. Let Nepsis show you our smart approach to investing. Call 952-746-2003 to learn more about SMAs and smart investing or visit NepsisCapital.com to take our free investment stress test. It's time you get smart with your investments. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR Golden. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 